I have questions at the end of week nine of the NFL season. I haven't seen quite as much as I would typically see. But of the three games I saw, I have so many questions. Ben Graham is with me. Benny, hello. Uh, good morning, Jared. Thanks for having me on. Can you just explain to me? So on Monday morning, I'm talking to Crash, and I can barely concentrate as the Cowboys make the worst mess of the last play of a game I think I've ever seen. It felt to me like they got to the six-yard line with a play to win and then went back about 30 yards without running a single play as they kept committing penalties. What the hell happened? Oh, awful, awful, Jared. And they played so well, too, up until that point. That Prescott played really well. They, they really were right in this game against a good football team, as we know, as the Eagles. But these self-inflicted mistakes, penalties, there were 20 combined penalties in that game, 10 from each team, but they came at the worst possible time. They talk about the game of inches. Well, it did come down to inches in the end with a couple of touchdowns called back, but it was those self-inflicted penalties and a couple of mental errors in there, which you can't afford when you're playing any game, let alone against a good team in your own division. But they'll still come out of that game with some confidence to know that they didn't get smashed by a good team. We know they beat the easy teams really well. Uh, but this was something that they're just going to have to learn from, unfortunately, because they played relatively well. You look at that. Prescott, three touchdowns. C.D. Lamb had nearly 200 yards receiving. Uh, they did a lot right. But like the Dolphins in the last couple of plays, the Cowboys cost themselves. The Dolphins in Germany against the Chiefs, they also were in that game driving to fourth and overtime. But unfortunately, Tua had a poor throw and then they had a botched snap on the last play, which cost them the chance too. But that's the great thing about the NFL. It can come down to that last play and the decisions that you make. So that was my second question, the case of self-sabotage for the Dolphins. So... At face value, what are we to take out of this? So Chiefs 21, Dolphins 14. The Dolphins are beating everybody else, but uh, they're losing to the the high-powered teams. And yet here, they really should have forced overtime, shouldn't they? Well, they definitely should have. Well, they gave themselves the opportunity. When you look at this game, it was all the Kansas City Chiefs in the first half. It was 21 to 0 at half time, And the offense still is, is spluttering, you would say. Um, Travis Kelsey had a, uh, a a below par game, but it was a defensive touchdown which gave them the 21-point advantage. And then they started working their way back into the game, the Dolphins. But again, it just came down to those last couple of plays. That throw from Tour, if you get to look at it, third and 10, he had a receiver wide open and he just blew it. Um, not overthrew him. It was just a flutter ball. And then the centre quarterback exchange on the last play did cost them that opportunity. But you're right. The Dolphins, they have lost this year so far the three games to the Bills, the Eagles and the Chiefs. So, I mean, that's understandable, but we're really waiting for the Dolphins now to beat a good football team. And for the Chiefs, we know that they lost in awful fashion a week ago to the Broncos. Well, now they enter the bye with a 7-2 and two record. They've still got a lot to do on offense. Their defense is playing extraordinarily well. When you think that the Dolphins' offense were number one in the NFL to this point. To the Chiefs' defense to keep them to 14 points, it's really great complimentary football. And then my third question came out of the Texans-Tampa game. So CJ Stroud is thrown in as a rookie quarterback. He throws 470 yards and five touchdowns. And then I think in the, the cute 
Texans running back, uh, so is it Dare Ogunbowale, is the first non-kicker to make a field goal in the regular season since 2004. Yeah, this was a crazy game. It was ended up in a score of Garmy, uh, <laughs> 39-37. But, uh, yeah, it was. It, the Texans, I, I like what the Texans are doing. CJ Strauss, the pick of the rookie quarterbacks, he broke all sorts of records with his 470 yards and five touchdown passes. But Kiami Fairban, the kicker, blew his quad. So instead of kicking extra points, they went for two. But when they really needed a field goal when the game was tied, he came on and he made it. It was a short field goal, and it's a hard thing to do, Jared. I can't kick a field goal. It's these guys from a soccer background that know how to kick a ball off a tee or off the ground. And the, good on the coaches for trusting him. He's kicked the field goal. He, he kicked off all game two when Fairbairn went out and did a reasonable job. But that that's an extraordinary win by them. And another feather in CJ Stroud's cap, who will win the, the rookie of the year out of the uh, the current draft class. Was there any other result that jumped off the page to you? Uh, the Baltimore Ravens, Jared, they look to be the real deal. They smashed the Seahawks 37-3. The Seahawks came in. Uh, leading the NFC West. But the Baltimore Ravens are now won four in a row. They look great on both sides of the ball, and they're not relying on Je- uh, Lamar Jackson. They really offensively didn't score a passing touchdown. Uh, and, you know, he didn't really have a huge influence on the game, which is great signs for the Baltimore Ravens. They're one of four teams that have won four games in a row. The Jaguars on a bye have won five. But the Bengals are the one. They beat the Bills. Uh, in a in a in a pretty low scoring kind of game, but the Bengals have won four in a row as two as the Ravens and the Vikings were a great story out of this week. Jared, they've won four in a row. They lost Kirk Cousins to that Achilles injury. Jaron Hall came in to take over. He got concussed in the first quarter, and Joshua Dobbs was traded from the Cardinals. Came in, wasn't expected to play at all, and led his team to a victory. So they're the big winners out of week nine, but unfortunately there has to be some losers or some teams going in the opposite direction, Jared. There are three teams on a losing streak. Yes, the Cardinals have lost six in a row, the Rams three in a row, the Bucks four in a row, but it's the San Francisco 49ers <laughs> that we're all waiting to see how they respond after their three losses in a row. They're on a bye this week. They travel to Jacksonville to take on a good team in good form. So, Plenty of eyes on the 49ers next week. All right. We'll focus in there next Tuesday. Ben, terrific. Thanks a lot. Thanks, Jared.